So, you know, I put the cupcakes back. I thank the Lord for it. And he redirected my focus. He redirected my focus. So I share this with you because I'm a person who believes in practically applying the word of God. That Bible is really thick. Why? Because God knew that we were going to need help every step of the way. I know I do. And I know I'm not the only one. Otherwise, the Lord would not have used the men and women of God that he did in scripture, uh, you know, recounting their life stories, writing out things that happened. He wouldn't have put this there to encourage us. We all need encouragement, every single one of us. So I'm, I'm being very detailed. I'm being very explicit. I'm being very, you know, uh, um, I'm really thinking it through on a daily basis. And I'm sharing this with you so that you can see my thought process. Because I believe somebody out there listening today is going to say, hey, I didn't realize I was thinking the same way. I ended up in the same place, but I never really thought through how I got there. So, you know, that's why I'm sharing here today. The Lord brought me through so that I could share with someone else, so that they could get through, so that they could share with someone else, so that they could get through, so that they could share with someone else. Practically applying the word of God. Practically living out wisdom. That's what we're here for. Wisdom. The Bible says, wisdom is the principal thing. And in all thy getting, get understanding. So I personally want to live with wisdom. And I'm sure you do too. I know I'm not just, you know, say, I know I'm not just talking to myself. But sometimes we don't recognize where we are or why we're there or how long we've been there. So I recommend that you pray every time you have the struggles because you're human. I'm not going to tell you a lie and say to you that every, you know, all of a sudden I have no desire to eat junk food. No, I don't know about you, but to me, sugar tastes good. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest and real with you. Sugar tastes good. But after doing the research, I learned sugar doesn't feel good in my body. It just doesn't. It really doesn't. Not to mention that it's wreaked havoc in my life. So I choose to make healthier choices. And that's the next step for you. Choose food for fuel and enjoy it. Don't eat food and just say, well, I just need to get my nutrition in. That's it. No, God made food taste good. He gave us taste buds so we could enjoy what we're eating. So do enjoy the food that you're eating, but find healthy and delicious food. I love flavor, okay? I'm a Trini. If you don't know what that means, that means my family comes from the West Indies. My dad's from Trinidad. My grandmother's from Venezuela. We like flavor in our food. And that's only just two of my family members. My whole family, we love flavor, okay? I love rich flavors. And I want to eat healthy food because I want to feel good after I've eaten all that flavor. So... I make choices. I eat a lot. I, I like. I grew up, you know, eating curry, and my mother made rice and beans for every meal because that's just what West Indians do. You eat rice and beans with every meal, and and you know also you know people from Venezuela. You eat rice and beans with your meals. So that's how we grew up. My mother made it because my dad liked it. Although she wasn't West Indian, she knew he enjoyed it, and we grew up liking it. 
Well, who knew? Rice and beans, if you use brown rice and you get beans that are not soaked in salt, if you get dried beans and you cook them yourself and you add like curry and garam masala and you add, I mean, all these fantastic spices and onions and garlic and green peppers, they not only taste good, they're cheap and they're healthy. Those are three fantastic things on my list. Ding, 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 ding. I enjoy saving a buck. (laughs) I really enjoy it. I enjoy helping other people save money. I enjoy good food and I enjoy eating healthy food. And number four, I enjoy feeling good. So eat your food for fuel, but enjoy it. Stop eating when you're not hungry anymore. I mean, it sounds so simple. I know people would tell me, you know, and they'd say, well, we just have to stop eating so much. Okay, I get it. That's not so simple when we're in this situation in here in the first place. But when you begin to think through all the processes in your mind, like how did I get to be obese? Or maybe you're not obese. Like I was in my early days. I was not obese, but I had an unhealthy relationship for food. I did with food. I didn't know it. Okay. Maybe you're listening in here today and you know, you're, you're thin, but you just know you want to be healthier. And as you're listening, you know, Hey, wait a minute. This is what I do with food. When I feel bad, I get a cupcake. When I'm feeling sad, I get some chocolate. I go out for fried chicken when I want to feel, you know, like I belong, or maybe you haven't been able to really put it into words. Like I shared with you earlier, everybody's got something going on in their life. And maybe this is where you've struggled. You know, if you have, and food should be your fuel. You should enjoy your fuel, but it should be your fuel. So if you're eating junk, it's not going to fuel you. On the other hand, you know, those cupcakes I told you about that I put back, they were going to make me feel bad. Every time I eat them, that's what happens. But that little moment, I used to hear people say, a moment on the lips is a lifetime on the hips. Well, I'm not here to tell you that you need to be thin. That is not what this is about. This is about health, emotional health, physical health, and a good relationship with the Lord, healthy relationship with the Lord, putting him first. So when I put that little cupcake in my mouth, as yummy as it tastes, all the you know great things, you know, you've had cupcakes or whatever your favorite food is. You've eaten it and that's how you ended up where you are today. I know it, you know it, that's how I ended up where I was. But in the end, when I began to become more mindful about the way I felt after I ate that junk food, I realized how bad I felt. I'm 42 years old and before when I was obese, my legs would hurt. My hips would hurt. I think I shared that in a previous broadcast. My knees, my knees weren't really hurting, but my bones were hurting. I would moan when I got up. I mean, what's going on with that? I'm 42 years old now. I should not be feeling like that. And as far as I'm concerned, if Moses started walking in what God called him to do at 80 years old, and he walked miles and miles and miles with, you know, I don't know how many millions of people in, you know, with the Israelites in the book of Exodus. If he walked all that starting at the age of 80, why am I feeling achy at the age of 42? That just doesn't make sense to me. 
because if it was going to make sense, Moses would not have been able to take those walk with those people. They walked. I mean, you read the scripture yourself. And if you begin to look at it and think about it, boy, they did some serious walking. Moses started at 80 years old. There's no reason why you or me, for that matter, should be feeling the way we have been feeling. I should not have been feeling bad and achy and crick, crick, you know, cricky and all this stuff. But when I eat junk food, my bones hurt, my bones feel sore. Start, start being mindful about what happens to your body and how you feel when you eat junk food. And then start thinking about how you feel when you eat whole, fresh food. I dare you to do it. I know you're going to hear, feel a difference. I was shocked that I felt a difference. I always thought, okay, I'm going to tell you the truth. I thought those people who said, you know, that like eating sugar is bad for you. I thought they were crazy. I really did. I thought those people don't know what they're talking about. They really don't know. No, that is correct. That is accurate. 100%. When I eat a bunch of sugar, I don't feel good. I feel jittery. But I never knew it before because I just wasn't eating any differently. Everything I was eating was full of sugar and the wrong kind of fats. Okay, so these are the things. You need to pray when you're feeling down or you're feeling whatever emotion it is that you normally go to that food for. Pray. Go to God about it. Don't go to the food. The food isn't your friend. That food is going to do nothing but make you big and make you feel bad in the end. And you're gonna probably be kicking yourself. Why did I eat that? When I was younger, I used to binge and purge. I shared that with you on a previous show. I would eat like a whole box of cupcakes and then feel bad and then throw it all up. What good did that do me? Just for the flavor? No, what's the point? I had an unhealthy relationship. I couldn't rationalize it in my mind at that time. And maybe you're here too. Maybe you're right here and you've been binging and purging. Look, we all have to start somewhere, but start. Bottom line is please start for your own good, for your children's good, for your grandparents' or grandchildren's good, for your friends, the people that love you. Don't you want to feel good instead of, you know, dying at the age of 60 or, uh, I don't know, feeling bad every time you get up out of the chair. And, you know, when you get up, not only does the chair creak, but you creak. You shouldn't be feeling like that. If Moses at 80 years old, Moses at 80 years old to 120 can do it, you and I can do it too. You and I can do it too. So the next practical tip is and I kind of went over it a little bit, is remember why you're eating. I'm going to tell you a story. And this is going to take you to the next realization about that, the next tip. My mother grew up. She was very poor when she was growing up. They they were very poor. And, And you might you know, be able to relate to that. Maybe, maybe you don't have a lot of money now. Maybe you grew up poor or maybe your parents grew up poor, but my mother grew up poor and, you know, they, they were just, they were just really poor. And, you know, I just can't imagine as little kids how that felt, but that's how she was growing up. And so, you know, her mother wanted her to live in a nice place. She didn't want her to live in a bad neighborhood. So her mother worked herself to death, you know, work, 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 work to live in a nice apartment, but they didn't have food to eat. They had a nice place, but no food to eat. They grew up in New York. And nonetheless, 
I remember later on realizing one of the issues that my mother had, and I can't speak for her. I can't speak about all her issues. I can't speak about, you know, everything. But I, this is one thing I recognized when I began to think about food myself and how I would eat when I was with my mom. And if I was not being, you know, strong enough, and if I was not being the one to bring in the healthy food, then I would go right along with the unhealthy choices she was making. And she, my mother didn't do the research I did. So she would come to me and ask me to help her. And then sometimes I would fall flat and we'd both be out there getting ice cream or pizza or, you know, whatever, you name it. And um, so anyway, because she grew up so poor for many years, somewhere in the back of her mind, I think she thought the food wasn't going to be there again. I think in the back of her mind, she was eating because she thought the food was going to disappear like it had when she was a kid. If you've ever seen children who've been traumatized, who grew up in situations where they were starving to death, I didn't know my mother as a child, okay? But maybe she was this way as a child. I don't know. I've seen children like, you know, kids who were adopted. I've read stories about adoption stories where, you know, the kid held on. In fact, uh, 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 somebody, you know, right in this area, actually, I was listening to his testimony. I've known his family for years and um, he went on a trip to Cambodia and he told part of his testimony and he said that uh, he carried something with him, some kind of food with him, because I guess in the deplorable conditions of the orphanage he lived in from Cambodia uh, when he was growing up, he didn't have enough food. And um, and I might be mixing it up with some, someone else, but someone was adopted. And because of their deplorable conditions, they grew up without enough food. And when they were adopted for the first few years in their new family, they kept this, whatever this item of food was with them, and they would eat and like scarf it down because somewhere in the back of their mind, they didn't know if they were going to have more again because, you know, once they got it, they knew before it would be gone again. It wouldn't come back on a regular basis, you know. So that was something that my mother dealt with. And that might be you too. You know, we, we, we go through some things sometimes and we don't realize how we get to the place we are, but I'm telling you to think about this stuff. I'm not telling you to obsess about it because I don't believe in, you know, oh man, then you start going back and thinking, well, why didn't I have food? It wasn't fair. It was so horrible. No. Yes. You know what we've all gone through, the, th- the negative things we've gone through in life are negative. They, they hurt. I believe in acknowledging them, calling them what they are, but I don't believe in wallowing in them. I only believe in understanding what they are so you know what you've gone through and how to move forward. That, to me, is keeping yourself healthy. Healthy. You've got to continue moving forward wherever you are, whatever it is. So you've got to recognize where you are and then now, oh, this is what I've been doing. Whoa, this is why. Okay, now I have to actively try to stop this. And you're only going to be able to stop it with the help of Jesus Christ. How could I know all the aspects of being thin and not be thin? How could I know? I mean, I educated myself like you would not believe. The stuff that I learned, I learned, you know, things that doctors knew, dietitians, nutritionists, you know, biologists. I mean, I learned so much, but how could I still have been obese? It's because I needed Jesus to help me. 
I needed him to flip that switch inside of me where instead of going to food for my comfort and for my validation and to make me feel like I was good enough or okay, I needed to go to Jesus for that. You know, I've always been a strong person, but there was something deep down inside where I just decided food was going to give me what I needed in certain areas. And it can't give you that. Food is an inanimate object. Okay. Once you, you know, get that carrot on your plate, it's not going to come back and talk to you. I know if you eat meat, chicken is alive. I'm not debating that, you know, Hey, I, I understand that. But what I'm saying to you is once it's sitting on your plate and I'm not trying to be gruesome or, you know, or gross or anything like that, but we do eat meat. I personally eat meat. And when the chicken patty or, you know, the chicken breast is sitting on my plate or I have a chicken leg, you know, it's not alive. It's not talking to me. It's my food. God created, you know, gave me the option to eat meat and vegetables and fruits and those types of things and grains and whatever it is to give me fuel. Not to create a relationship with it, but to give me fuel. That's what it's there for. So. To wrap up, I want you to think about your choices. Even if you say, okay, this is a little bit, you know, hooky-wooky, at least stop and say, well, how did I become obese? You weren't born obese. None of us were. Yes, healthy babies are fat babies. I love fat babies. But that's not the same as being obese. A fat baby is just, you know, your, the, the, the milk the baby eats has a lot of fat. You need it for brain development. You know, that's just normal biology. But if you ever notice, once the child starts getting older, if they're eating healthy food, they're not obese. They're just not. If they get enough exercise and they eat healthy food, they're not obese. They're just not because your body will naturally regulate itself. So begin to ask yourself these questions. When you go to get that cupcake... No, it's not wrong to eat a cupcake, but it is wrong to eat it if you're looking for some deep sense of fulfillment, if you're looking for something to make you feel better, if you're looking for a way to get over the stress. Yes, then it is wrong because you're going to the wrong thing. You're going to the wrong source for your comfort. So I hope this has really helped you today. I was so excited to share this with you. I am just beyond ecstatic to tell you that I lost 100 pounds. And I really hope this encourages you. I'm so excited because I'm not a person who, you know, shares with everybody my weight. Because like I told you, I've always been heavier than I actually looked because I have a lot of muscle mass. I'm excited. I worked hard for that muscle mass. So, you know, I never really talked about, well, I weigh so and so pounds. That was never my, that was never important to me. You know, that's just me. I never thought that my weight was important. I always wanted to be thin when I was obese, but that's a whole other issue in itself. But I'm not here to share with you, oh, you know, look at me, pat me on the back. I'm here to tell you, I was obese for 22 years. I was thin when I was young. I went through a traumatic experience, you know, or or an emotional situation. I went through depression. I ate for comfort to stuff the feelings down. I did it for 22 years. And with Jesus Christ, I lost 100 pounds. If I can do it, you can do it. All you have to do is start. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you tune in 
next week on Monday, 10 a.m. for the next installment. God bless you. And please share with your friends.